COVID politics. The last two years have been the most mentally draining years of my life due to the coronavirus breaking its way onto the scene. COVID has been a terrorizing force that has changed the world and shattered the sense of normal that a lot of us were used to. In the beginning of the pandemic, I would have never believed that nearly three years later, life would continue to be altered by this virus. For me personally, COVID has affected almost every aspect of my life. I, as many others, have been physically, emotionally, and spiritually affected by COVID and the pandemic that it started. The world has been affected. The world is not the same. Over the last few years, there has been a wave of different emotions felt all over the world. In the U.S., political division and chaos has ensued within our government. I am not here to debate about the many aspects of COVID that I feel have political implication, but I will voice my opinion from my perspective as a healthcare worker during one of the wildest times on earth. Being a nurse on the front lines in the beginning of the pandemic was a very unique experience. Before the CDC or anyone knew exactly what we were dealing with, hospital policy changed almost daily. One day we were told, eh, it's not a big deal, it's like the flu, it'll blow over. The next day, we were being told that we must wear masks in the hospital at all times and require patients and visitors to do the same. When the numbers started to rise even more, we were told that there would be no more visitors in the hospital, elective surgeries were canceled, and we were being thrown into the trenches to care for the COVID patients with minimal protective equipment. That first wave of COVID was overwhelming and at times very uncertain. Showing up for work on the COVID units, praying that none of your patients die during your shift became a daily occurrence. I think for me personally, over time, I became very callous to protect myself from feeling the effects of being burned out. The rest of the world was shut down and working from home, and healthcare had to step up and expose ourselves daily to something that was killing in outrageous numbers. It is hard to cope with that and stay sane. I had more than one breakdown during the first few waves of COVID, and my heart for floor nursing slowly started to diminish. I would come home from work completely drained and not have anything left to give my family and friends. During that time, many TV shows were capitalizing on the pandemic to create great storylines that mimic the pandemic in real life. This infuriated me because I felt like TV was my chance to escape from reality of COVID and I couldn't even do that. The healthcare workers experienced during this pandemic cannot truly be articulated to those that were not on the front lines trying to save lives. Death became a normal occurrence, and we were all affected by that to a certain extent. There's a level of PTSD that I'm sure a lot of us now have that may not manifest itself until later. Only time will tell. In the midst of all the stress of caring for COVID patients last year, I myself tested positive for COVID. It kind of snuck up on me in a way. It was shortly after New Year's, another day, another dollar. I went into work as per usual, but just didn't feel great. As the day went on, I started to feel more and more drained and had started to develop a headache. I tried to muster up some energy to go to dinner with some friends that night, but I was a zombie sitting at the table. By the time I got home, I felt like I had been hit by a truck and went straight to bed. I tossed and turned all night and felt like I was overheating most of the night. By morning, I knew I was sick, but I thought it was just a bad sinus infection because the only symptoms I had were severe congestion, fever, and a headache. I curled up on the couch and sweated out for the majority of the day. The next day I felt so much better, but I was still congested and my taste and smell magically disappeared. I still didn't think I had COVID though, because I have lost my taste and smell before in the past when I get super congested. When my taste didn't come back for multiple days, my roommate urged me to get tested before returning to work. 
Surely enough, I came back positive and did the remainder of my quarantine with my boyfriend, who also tested positive for COVID. He was much sicker than I was and had almost every symptom except losing his taste and smell. We both finished up our quarantine and returned to work when safe to do so based on the CDC guidelines at the time. For the next four weeks, I waited patiently for my taste and smell to come back. You take being able to taste and smell for granted until it's taken from you for an extended period of time. Over those few weeks, I learned to enjoy and appreciate different aspects of food such as texture, thickness, and consistency a lot more. My biggest issue and hardest challenge during my recovery was my occasionally elevated heart rate and extreme shortness of breath with exertion. In the weeks after recovering from COVID, I would get extremely short of breath when exerting myself in basic exercise. Also, my heart rate would jump up during moderate physical activity and would take double if not triple the amount of time to come back down to normal as compared to my baseline. This went on for a few weeks and it was rather debilitating at times, leaving me feeling like I was going to pass out several times. Fast forward to present day, and I feel that all of those issues have resolved. I'm very thankful that my run-in with COVID was not severe and I was able to recover with no serious lasting issues. Seeing what COVID has done to so many of my patients, I am so grateful for the life I have and thank God that I was able to survive unscathed. A few weeks after I had COVID, I got fully vaccinated. At first, I was hesitant to get the vaccine as it was new at the time, and like many people, I was skeptical as to the legitimacy of it. I was unsure of what side effects it would cause and was gauging whether or not I would get it based on seeing how my coworkers were affected after they received it. After getting sick, it really shook me up and I decided to get it not only for me, but for my patients and for my family. To me, the benefits outweighed the risks and I committed and went through with it. Upon receiving the vaccine, I had almost identical symptoms to what I experienced with COVID, but they were much, much milder. To me, that made me feel comfortable with it because it mimicked the virus. What I did not expect was the amount of division that would take place in this country surrounding a person's decision to get vaccinated or not. In the past, vaccination has not been so tightly linked to politics in the way that COVID vaccine is. This vaccine has been a point of contention for the last year. The decision to get it, in my opinion, is a personal choice that all of us have the right to make. I think that things got out of bounds when the vaccination status became very politically motivated. It started to be used by politicians as part of their platform to appeal to whatever audience they were trying to gain support from. Once that happened and the idea of mandating it came about, everything went to hell and the pro-vax and anti-COVID-vax communities were born. People became offended and argumentative when talking about the vaccine. Just when I thought we may be headed in the right direction, the country started to split in two again. Within healthcare, that same divide exists and people's jobs were threatened and in some states taken away if employees did not comply with the mandatory vaccine policies. I do not believe in forcing people to put something in their bodies if they do not want to. In the same way that people have the right to refuse the vaccine, employers should also have the same right to set in place mandatory vaccination policies if they see fit. It would then be the choice of the individual to either quit and find a new job that doesn't require it, or to just comply. I relate this to the vaccine requirements that kids and college students have to have in order to attend public schooling. If you want to go to school or college, you follow all of the rules required by the institution for you to be able to get in. I also know that the counterpoint to this would be that the novelty of the COVID vaccine and no information yet about what the long-term side effects are makes it very different than the vaccines required for school that have been much more extensively studied. I get that. Both sides have very valid points, and I understand both sides. 
I think we should all do our part to help slow this virus down and hopefully end this pandemic. I believe that if enough of us get the vaccine, then we can get this thing under better control so it won't be such a threat. I also could be completely wrong and I'm willing to accept that fact while standing by my convictions. To me, getting a shot that could prevent me and those around me from dying from this virus is a very desirable outcome. For others, the fear of what this vaccine could do to us long term outweighs the risk of contracting and dying from the virus. Neither position is wrong per se, but it's all about perception. We will not know which side was truly right until we are years down the line and have data to prove either side right. For now, it is too soon to tell. Although I believe that we should all get vaccinated if you have no medical contraindications, I have made it very clear that I also understand why people would be opposed to getting it. I think the biggest thing plaguing our country right now is an unwillingness to understand each other. Your stance on the vaccine should make you an enemy with someone from the opposite side. I think a lot of people don't know how to agree to disagree and want to force their viewpoint down other people's throats or bash the other side. If both sides felt respected and the issue wasn't originally posed from such a political place, I think things may have progressed differently. This pandemic has been very challenging for us all. I am blessed that I have not lost someone close to me as a direct result of the virus. Millions of people cannot say the same. This is what we should be focusing on, helping to protect each other and keep each other safe. At the bare minimum, let's make good choices, wear masks in public, and socially distance when possible to get control of this thing once and for all. Life has to get back to normal. It is up to us how soon this happens. Then, hopefully we can all look back at this as a memory from a distant past. Hey guys, thanks for listening to another installment of Breezy Narrations. If you'd like to listen to previous installments, you can go to my website at breezyblogger92.wordpress.com and hit the Breezy Narrations tab for that. Also, if you want to read the blogs, I also have them there at my website under blogs, and you can take a look at this one as well as the other ones that I've done. Thanks so much for listening again. Until next time, love God, love others, and everything else will be all right.